How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Colonel, big Monday. Thank you for joining us. Let's start with uh, Iran, the weakness of President Biden. So... What would you advise if you were there right now to any president? What do you think they ought to do at this point? Well, I think you need to go down to a, through a selected target list of the capabilities and capacities of Iran. And also, if you can trace back to the respective uh, client groups that they're working through, be it the Houthis or whoever, whichever one was responsible for the attack at Jordan, you have to go after them. I mean, we continue to see these bombings of empty warehouses and things of this nature, uh, no, you've got to take it up to a notch and show them that you are very serious about protecting our troops in that region. And then also I think that we have to go back to getting ourselves energy independent, energy dominant, but of course that's something that this administration is not going to do. We have to enforce those sanctions against Iran so that they're not creating the oil revenues that they are using to funnel uh, resources and money to these respective uh, terrorist and jihadist organizations. So it is a kinetic uh, uh, response that we need to look at, but it's also economic and oil responses we need to look at as well. Well, I like what you said versus, look, some who don't want to do anything and are just uh, saying it's no big deal, three Americans dead, others injured. But there, you have these others who immediately say we ought to just start bombing Tehran. We don't want to, I don't think, go down no. that path at this point. But as you said, we want to be selective on what we're going to hit that will take it up a notch. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. You have to look at the capability and capacity that enables these type of attacks to, to occur. Find out the drone uh, production uh, facilities and manufacturing areas. Uh, look at uh, the, the, the lanes of uh, communications and how they are getting these supplies to these respective groups and then go after these groups. So that's why I'm saying you look at that, not, not going in and, and talking about attacking Tehran. This is about degrading and uh, eliminating that capability that is allowing them to shoot at our ships in the, uh, in the Gulf of Aden and also to conduct these type of drone attacks. Um, am I far afield here to say, are you surprised the number of these that are getting through, uh, given our technology, given everything, or is it so overwhelming that, of course, some of them are going to hit us? I think it's a bit overwhelming, but also I am surprised because if you know that that is a threat out there, you should be mitigating uh, that type of risk and that type of threat. Uh, and But I, I don't think we need to continue to be on the defense. We've got to start looking at uh, how offensively we can start taking out these threats in that, in that region. 
We're talking with Colonel Alan West. Would you consider that Iranian spy ship in the Gulf uh, that's been talked about to hit that? Yes. You know, if you think back with Ronald Reagan, uh, when we had the U.S. Uh, warship that was struck by an Iranian surface mine, he went after the uh, Iranian Republican Guard uh, naval forces. I mean, he sunk several of their ships. He went after their oil platforms, and they got the message. So I think that's what we have to be looking to do. Do you see uh, Biden uh, pausing this uh, so-called the natural gas in Texas as another signal? Mm. talking about a signal to Iran. It's another signal to Texas. You want this. I'm going to hold it up until you play ball with me. Well, you know, again, this is where an ideological agenda undermines our energy security and, in turn, our national security and economic security. Furthermore, the natural gas being able to produce, consume, and export that, uh, that undermines what Russia can do. I mean, look at the dependence right. that you have with uh, Europe to Russia. So nothing that the Biden administration is doing uh, makes any sense, and therefore you see the advancement of our enemies, Russia, China, Iran, North Korea, Islamic terrorists, and also the uh, transnational cartels, because they see these gaps by which they're exploiting us. We're talking with Colonel Alan B. West here on the Dom Giordano Show. Colonel, um, Governor Abbott, uh, we see, see you've mm-hmm. have talked about in previous conversations, some weakness at various points. I don't see it yet here on the border. So, do you think he's in a good position? Apparently, there are other uh, groups that will take over the border if Biden federalizes the Texas National Guard. Well, I will tell you that if you look at the comparison between what President Eisenhower did in Arkansas after the uh, Brown versus Board of Education decision to federalize the National Guard there for the Little Rock Nine, and then this federalization of the National Guard, uh, it's completely two different things. Uh, Brown versus Board of Education reversed the Plessy versus Ferguson, uh, and that was a strong constitutional uh, uh, move. But what we see now is Biden wants to federalize the National Guard to do something that is completely unconstitutional, to allow illegal immigrants to include single military-aged males, Dom. So in other words, he wants the United States military forces usurp that away from Texas to allow drug trafficking, human trafficking, sex trafficking, uh, terrorist trafficking into this country. That makes no sense. And so I believe that Texans, we want to see a strong stance. I don't think that a member of the Texas National Guard will allow themselves to be federalized. They will refuse to serve, and I think that they should because it's an unconstitutional, illegal, unethical, and immoral uh, action that Joe Biden's trying to take. Absolutely, they have that option. Parting question for uh, Colonel West. Uh, Senator Langford mm-hmm. has always struck me as about as uh, provocative as warmed over milk. He's in the center now of, <laughs> of Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, taking away, uh, censuring him, the Oklahoma GOP, this guy will not produce the documents. So, And then he criticizes us, you, me, and some others, I think, because yeah. we're saying, no, we don't need this deal that you're working on in the Senate. We know what to do. It's pretty simple. In other words, he doesn't rebut it by saying our policy absolutely is going to be stay in Mexico if you're doing uh, asylum. He just keeps mm-hmm. on degrading anything we say that's in it without producing anything. Yeah, denigrating people when they're standing on the side of the Constitution, 
when they're standing on the side of protecting our national sovereignty, it's not a good course of action. And shame on the people on the Senate who are negotiating America's sovereignty. That, that's what this comes down to. Either we're a sovereign nation, we're a constitutional republic, and you believe we have borders that have to be protected, or you don't. There is no compromise, appeasement, negotiation, or acquiescence on that issue. And uh, I think Senator Langford has jumped uh, full, full body into a very hot uh, pot of water. Absolutely. Colonel, thank you as always. Where do we find Colonel Allen B. Weston? Anything you wrote, I've saved that from last week, what you wrote about this whole thing yeah. in Texas, because it's still very relevant. Where do we go? Well, thanks. As a matter of fact, I had a town hall piece today come out talking about the federalization uh, of the National Guard to undermine our national security. Uh, you can find me there at town hall. You can find me on Substack, uh, Steadfast and Loyal Podcast, and then, of course, all the social media platforms except the Chinese Communist Party supporting TikTok. <laughs> Uh, Colonel, uh, how about a uh, Super Bowl uh, prediction? I know we're a way out or a rooting interest. My rooting interest, Taylor Swift is going to endorse Biden. New York Times, huge piece today. Biden apparently even offered to go to one of her new era's uh, concert tour. Yeah, <laughs> I will tell you that. I will tell you that the, the Kansas City Chiefs probably will, will not want to see Taylor Swift get involved in politics. But I believe that the Kansas City Chiefs have a little bit of an advantage. Those were two very impressive wins on the road against Buffalo and Baltimore. Uh, that's a stout defense that they have, and I think that they'll be back-to-back Super Bowl champs. Uh, here's a big question, too, and I always respect your opinion. I'm the biggest Tom Brady fan, but when it's all said and done, I think Mahomes might be better because he's more mobile. Oh, my gosh. I mean, and what? The kid is 27, 28. So uh, he has plenty more years ahead of him. But without a doubt, Patrick Mahomes has established himself as one of the greats uh, when it comes to NFL quarterbacks, but also just leaders on the field. Absolutely. Colonel, thank you as always. Thanks a lot. My pleasure. All the best, Dom. All right, the great uh, Colonel Allen B. West here on the Dom Show, setting order here, both on the border and uh, Iran. Here is, uh, Dan, this is Cut 8, Maria Bartiromo asking Texas Lieutenant Governor yesterday, do you think we'll go to war with Biden over what's going on at the border? Imagine that, 13,000 smugglers, almost all U.S. citizens, 90%, in coordination with the cartels. That's why, Maria, when I say it's an invasion, it is an invasion. It's a cartel army. You know, the founders never dreamed we'd have a president like this one who would just open the door to everyone. And, and they said, well, invasion if, if a, an army came. Well, we're facing yeah. an army. Yeah, we're facing sure an army. Uh, but and they're well-armed. They're well-coordinated. They're making yeah. millions and millions of dollars off of Joe Biden. Don't mess with Texas. We're serious about securing our border. And I'm glad the president stood down on Friday and did not confront us. That would be the wrong thing to do. We don't want a confrontation. And they yeah. shouldn't want a confrontation. Well, well, that's, We're that's just a doing good our point. job. Let us do our job. Because, I mean, what is this going to turn into a civil war? I mean, you've got the Texas rights versus federal rights, both sides with guns. And we believe constitutionally we are right. We have a right to defend our citizens. We have a right to defend this country. Okay. And we're just doing the job. This whole idea of Shelby Park, that they would come there, is just ludicrous. Look, yeah. these young men and women who serve our National Guard and our DPS, these are the best of the best. Why would he want to send anyone down to confront them? Yeah. I'm glad they stepped down, uh, but they need to do the job. And the only okay. reason he's paying attention now is because of the election in November.
Uh, that's right. And uh, so far, except for these uh, befuddled Republicans in the Senate, Biden has not moved on this yet in any way that I can see. And it is an invasion. There's nothing wrong with using that term. Uh, Patrick, the lieutenant governor, made a good point about the cartels and others. But it's an invasion. People coming from all over the world in numbers that are astounding. All right. Side question today. Pretty good ones on Twitter. I don't know if we've heard quite that level so far. Hit us with that. Which one? The Babe Ruth one was good. Yeah, the Babe Ruth one. I thought everybody knew that. I'm looking for something a little bit, you know, we look a little outside the box. Find one we haven't thought of. Um, Well, I'll take off the board now. Alaska. No one's called in with that. And I have right here, Dan, the check. We actually wrote a check for Alaska. It was called Seward's Folly. Uh, It was now in that money, and that's... uh, Russia, $7.2 million, March 30th, 1867. Both parties agreed to that. I don't know what that would be worth in today's inflated Biden dollars, probably a gazillion or so. But I've been to Alaska, and I have to say it's worth it, given everything that it brings us, all right? And uh, the fact that we can see Putin's house from Russia, that is a bonus. (laughs) And you can see Russia from Alaska, though. I've been at the point there where... The only problem is there's several places there where it rains like 300 days a year. Can you imagine? I could settle for raining 50 days a year for about a half hour. I'd be okay with that. That's enough water. can be a deluge, and then we don't have to deal with it. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile priority. Prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Tom Giordano Show, welcome in. So we have the first um, example in the uh, Parker administration of here we go again with the cops. Fair Hill is bordering on part of Kensington. So it's a similar sort of neighborhood. And on Friday night, these cops go into a stop and go. These things, uh, by and large, are a menace. We've talked about stop and goes a lot over the years. They're following one guy in who appears to have a gun. So with guns drawn, they try to take down this guy that they followed in. And in the case of it, the cop gets shot, allegedly, by the guy who then they return fire 
and kill him. Allegedly, uh, somebody else who's filming all this. What the hell? This guy in Fairhill, right? Takes a gun. They're looking for him now. Trying to claim the cops. Here we go again. This guy was just shot by cops. And in the middle of the inquiry, Dan, here we go again. They go to the usual suspects who say that um, this is a case of what happens when you do stop and frisk. Uh, The officers came in and stopped and frisked for no reason. Now, here's the situation. You're in the middle of Fairhill. Think Kensington. It's very, very similar, right? I mean, who could possibly do this job? You see a guy go in. You believe he has a gun. So, Dan, they asked the other people playing video games there in this stop and go, where you take alcohol and go, but these guys are having it there, right? Do any of you have guns? And the inquire and others want to go after him on that. Now, if you're going to get into a gunfight potentially with a guy you're 99% certain goes in there with a gun, it's like a courtesy thing. Don't you think? Hey, you know, guys, anybody have a gun? <laughs> what are you supposed to do? Wait till they all open fire on you? You got two cops in here in this insane asylum we call Kensington in places like this. Well, now... That's got him going. Stop and frisk. Now, Sherelle Parker was there uh, along with the police chief, and the police chief was very good, not like Daniel Outlaw speaking up for the officers. The video has attracted by Sunday morning, it's a lot more now, 25,000 views, generating widespread scrutiny about the officers' conduct and events leading up to the fatal shots. Executive director of the Abolitionist Law Center says the video showed far more complexity He expressed concern that the police did not provide evidence of a 911 call about suspicious activity or any other evidence suggesting they had probable cause to stop him in the deli. They followed him in. And using their judgment based upon, you know, someone carrying a gun, believed that they saw a gun there. He then went on to say this guy's name is Holbrook. The consequences of stop and frisk that people just don't think about. You can be in a poppy store at 845 with a hoodie on with five other dudes leaning up against a gambling machine. You may not like it, but it's not illegal, especially if there's no probable cause and no one was called. Jennifer Tavern is where this happens. All right. Again, the Parker administration, she did, and the new police commissioner, they backed the cops in this. They've been giving information, but they can't wait to pounce on A, the police, B, on stop and frisk. So let's just tell cops, let's pretend we have cops. Now, these are the very same people, the Philadelphia Inquirer, Larry Krasner, and all the rest, who prattle on about the proliferation of guns. Who do they blame? Law-abiding people who are going through all the rigors of getting a gun in Philadelphia, right? And the people that have illegal weapons, and or if it's a felon with it, the whole thing that we talk about constantly. Suddenly, it's stop and frisk. We don't want to do anything about this. But then we worry about the carnage, the gunfire in Philadelphia. Why don't we go after the NRA? Why are these people hanging out in this? We've gone through this with stop and goes. They're not stop and goes, Dan. When we had the thing with uh, Councilwoman Bass, wanting to tell usually Asian merchants to take down the bulletproof glass they had put up in many places. 
I went to two or three of them with them. You weren't here quite yet, I don't think. No, you weren't. With Councilwoman Bass. Uh, we toured. We went in three or four of them. Oh, my God. It was like this was their nightclub. I asked the one guy, I had been taped, how long you been here? Oh, about seven and a half hours or so. This is a joke. And these people, these places, some of them are not selling very much except alcohol. They put in some, uh, they put like these, this little iron cage, you know, like a, and a picnic table, but nobody sits there and all. It, it's not a, a deli or anything. It's ridiculous. So maybe the cops reading this ought to say, you know what? Why go in and try to get this guy with an illegal weapon that they're pretty certain? And he did have it. And the other guy picked it up, allegedly. Why do that? No one's going to know if we didn't do it. Just, just let him go. Don't worry about it. Let people kill each other in Philadelphia. NRA today. What are they supposed to do? Now, it was only 8.45. It wasn't like 2 in the morning. But imagine being in Kensington, being in Fairhill, being in any of these godforsaken places. Do you want them to prevent people from walking around and firing at each other, not only killing each other, but harming innocent people? The answer should be yes. Well, this is the way that you do it. And I think when all this shakes out, hopefully... This will be lawsuits and all. You'll see a judge or two say, no, these cops acted the right way. And then we might have riots again. Then it'll be interesting to see what the police do. You may remember what happened the previous time. Still wondering, Dan, do you remember that guy, that woman's name that was given the commentary, had all those followers on social media? Meatball. Meatball. I wonder if Meatball Meatball. is ever going to serve a day in jail. Yeah, Larry Krasner. He's still pursuing the case. How long has that been? Meatball, it yeah. seems like months and months and months. An update on Meatball. Yeah, Meatball was quite riveting on social media, giving all kinds of commentary as uh, people were looting stores, etc. Some of them over on Walnut Street again. But what do you expect them to do in these situations? Now, I get the, I get the idea of uh, stop and frisk. We don't want to be in a police state. We don't want to go too far with this. They're called Terry Stops. We had an election on this. Sherelle Parker was clearly in favor of constitutional stop and frisk. Helen Gim and others in Philadelphia were not. But the Inquirer hasn't given up on this, and they're not giving up on this. And the other thing is, let's go after the cops. Now the story out there, oh, the cops must have uh, just shot this guy. There is no gun that he had. There's no evidence. And What the hell is this guy out there at 9 o'clock at night on a Friday bordering on Kensington, filming everything. He, he's the uh, he's the, the documentarian yeah. of uh, going into these mom and pops. You Look, I couldn't do what these cops do. You know, I only toured with Cindy Bass, Dan, for like two or three hours in these places. And it's both frightening and depressing. You can't wait to get out of there. You know, I got some yeah. sound of people, and I, oh, let me out of here. They have to go in and make a determination on this. They see a guy. He's got a bulge like that. I don't know where he happened. We'll see more detail. <laughs> well, when you put it that way. I mean. Yeah, exactly. Hey, that guy's got a bulge. <laughs> hey, I hey, can hey, see that a, on a police radio. That's a and the, and the one, gentleman. Yeah, the one cop uh, gets shot, and then the other <clears throat> radios it in. And in the ensuing battle, and they may have asked these guys, any of you have a gun on you? Should they have just assumed they had a gun and pointed their guns at them? 
Just think about it. You got five or six other guys in here with hoodies on, leaning on gambling machines in a high crime neighborhood that's similar, very similar to Kensington. What are you supposed to do? Well, just let it go on. Isn't that really what the Inquirer and these other punks who are nowhere near this sort of thing are telling the police? Do they think you're in a laboratory here? Oh, would you mind stepping over here so I can check to see how many of you might have a weapon? Yeah, that's what it is. It's the wire writ large. Think Kensington. But I predict you're going to see more of this. And so far, the police commissioner and Sherelle Parker have been on top of this. Deserves an investigation. Nobody can deny that. But this is very reminiscent to the guy who wouldn't pull over with the police. They ended up shooting him, you may remember, in Kensington. And then all hell broke loose when one brave judge stood up against Larry Krasner and said there's no uh, due, there's no cause here to hold this officer. Krasner moved heaven and earth, and that officer is still in jail and facing life imprisonment around all this. This is what it's like to be a cop in Philadelphia. So they just need more allies speaking up and saying, sure, do your investigation. But this is what we want cops to do. The Philadelphia Inquirer doesn't. They think magically you're going to have uh, people not walking around with weapons in Philadelphia that are illegal. That's the whole point. But they will run with this forever. It's a cop. And Krasner, ready to pounce, I'm sure, probably by the end of the day, you're going to hear more on that. What do they want to do here? How do you stop this? It's called Terry Stops. It's constitutional. We had a mayor's race on this. All right, 855-839-1210. That's uh, how you get in. Uh, we already had this one. I'm sorry, Jim and Will. We already took uh, Manhattan Island off the board. Uh, let's go to uh, Paul in Allentown. Paul, you're on Talk Radio 1210. Hi. Hi, John. Um I thought the greatest trade for the Phillies of all time was getting Steve Carlton for Rick Wise. Yeah, and Rick Wise, um, I remember right around that time when he got traded, had won a game and hit a couple home runs as a pitcher. And I thought, what what the heck are we getting here? And as good as Wise was, Steve Carlton, one of the top ten pitchers arguably of all time. Yeah, and um, I, I looked it up, but he won four Cy Youngs with the Phillies, and he won 241 games. Well, and I think he won, what was it, one quarter of their wins? Or he won 27 games for a last place. I think game. it was like half their wins that year. I went to the game that year. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it was a little more than game that year, and it was sold out against the Braves. Yeah. And, uh, and then they would get like 8000 for the other three games. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, whatever they were paying them, they were underpaying them at that time. That's a good one. A uh, bit of a uh, off the field, though, Dan, bit of an issue, Steve Carlton, um, a survivalist now, that kind of stuff. You know, he said a lot of wild stuff, wore cotton in the ears so he couldn't hear uh, any noise in the stadium, did all kinds of kung fu oh! that led him to be, uh, <laughs> and his slider was just unhittable. I mean, when he pitched, yeah, he, yeah, he was broke. But the survivalist stuff later, I've read some uh, stuff he did, did magazine, oh, man. Don't want to have a cup of tea or coffee or beer with a glass of beer with Steve Carlton. All right. Police need our support on this stuff. It's an obvious thing. And by the way, on my Twitter at Dom Show 1210, you'll see this guy in a store in Feasterville. 
Does Feasterville touch Philadelphia? Yeah, I would say Feasterville touches Philadelphia. I don't think there's another town in between. So it's right on the border of Philadelphia. And he's just walking into a store, and he's piling stuff into um, some kind of recept bag, or like he's in Philadelphia. And that's in Bucks County, where they're not going to allow that stuff. Why not do it in Philadelphia? And I think the argument we've heard before is, well, they forget where they are. It's convenient. And uh, all the good stuff's been stolen in Philadelphia. So it's all behind lock and key. So go into Feasterville now and just load up with thousands of dollars of stuff. I don't know if they've caught him or not, but it's pretty riveting video. I think it's Sergeant Mark that put that out. And I reposted it at Dom Show 1210. Good Monday, everyone. It is Dom time. Uh, Looking at some great deals. It could be fictional, too. Godfather 2, when the corrupt senator is told by Michael Corleone what he is uh, willing to offer him as a deal. That is a great scene. Dan, you haven't seen Godfather 2, right? So <laughs> I saw it was, at I always say I saw it in college, and I watched it in okay. college with the, you know people talking and all. So yeah. I, just, I, I wasn't able to give it the focus. Well, it's a classic like... scene when this guy tells him, I don't like your kind coming out of here, you know, with that uh, guinea stuff he says to him and all this kind of and silk suits and all this masquerading. But I'll deal with you. I'll do business. And that's what Michael tells him what the deal's really going to be. <laughs> all right. So could be fictional. That's good. All right, uh, disturbing poll by Newsweek. 18% of voters say they are more likely or very likely to vote for someone that Taylor Swift endorses. Uh, here we go. Yeah. Now, you know, polls are polls and all that, but you you got to think this is... Uh, we got to let her know. People have to let her know. Yeah, don't get involved in this. You did in 2020 a bit. You come out full guns blazing for Biden in this army of influencers. And that's not going to be good. And by the way, she hates even more than Trump, Marsha Blackburn. She did say, uh, did uh, tweet out her social media and Instagram. She hated uh, Trump's uh, white supremacy, please, and things of that nature. Oh, my God. All right, bring it on. And will uh, Travis Kelsey be there to say, right, he's anti-vax, and I don't like that. So there, this is this is what this uh, is going to come down to, this army of influencers, which the Biden people are smart. What else does he have going for him? If you missed it, too, at the top of the show, it's a big issue. Does it help to take abortion off the table in Pennsylvania? You can make this argument. So uh, Trump um, is being blamed by the other side. He put three justices on there. They gave us the Dobbs decision. Dobbs said each state decided, which is exactly what uh, the Constitution, what all this, where all this commonsensically should be decided. Supreme Court announced this morning, Justice Christine Donahue wrote a 219-page opinion that... Abortion is constitutionally protected by the Pennsylvania Constitution. Okay, that's one thing. But she also said, if you have programs for poor people, a.k.a. Medicaid, then Medicaid has to pay for abortions for those that meet the standards. That's where I part company. But does this um, take it off the table a little bit in Pennsylvania when it comes to 2024? And I told you, Kellyanne Conway yesterday, Kellyanne Conway is who you want driving the ship. 
Rhea Bartiromo show. She said when Trump looks at a VP, meaning she's talking to Trump about this, he's going to be looking very closely at someone who is not going to inflame the issue of abortion, is not going to get abortion, any angle of attack by those on the left. That's exactly right. That's what he's looking to do. So anybody who has uh, headed a state like Christy Noem in South Dakota, where they have a pretty severe abortion ban, the DeSantis position, six weeks and all that. I don't know exactly what Tim Scott has said, for example. Maybe Ben Carson. Uh, Trump's not going to go with that. And he's smart to do that. Starve them on this issue. They got nothing else. They're going to try to run on two things. One, democracy is at stake. Nancy Pelosi over the weekend calling this. Here's uh, Pelosi. Uh, cut seven, Dan. This is what she said on CNN about democracy being at stake. She sounds horrible, too. Yes. Well, we are, we're, we're in a, a, an election. And we're not, we have a, a further case to make. When people are making a judgment about the election, they always think about what it means to them. What are their kitchen table issues? How do they meet their responsibilities? And as they look at, Ronald, at um, Donald Trump, Ronald. they have to see that he said Obamacare is a, a sucks. Forgive my Sunday morning. Oh, forgive my Sunday morning. Obamacare sucks. No, it doesn't <laughs> suck. It cures. He <laughs> wants to sure? take away women. He has <laughs> taken away a woman's right to choose and, and make decisions. And those Stop are kitchen table issues. Health care. The cost of health care. Uh, the access to health care. The not having a pre-existing condition no longer standing in your way. And the freedom. Democracy is a kitchen table issue. The freedom, the freedom to uh, to be who you are and to make your own decisions and to have a thriving economy in which you can succeed. And President Biden has accomplished that magnificently, working with the private sector. A lot of that happens in the private sector. So people have to understand what it means to them. If they want to vote for somebody with all these uh, indictments and impeachments and all the rest, is that more important to them? Than losing their privilege of having health care if they have a pre-existing condition. So it's the sort of positive side that you're talking about from your perspective. Yeah. What is it? All right. So democracy, this phony thing they're running on against Trump, is a kitchen table issue. And they are criticizing Trump for talking about things that people don't care about. You know, I, I've started, Dan, to shift back. Maybe people can convince me. I'm still not sure at the end. Are people talking over their kitchen tables and all that stuff about the border and about illegal immigration that much? More so than inflation. I mean, how could you not talk about inflation? It just hits you every day, every week. It's the same thing, though. Like, like Every time I talk about inflation but, at the kitchen table, it always comes back to the border because a lot of what we're seeing with inflation is the supply and demand of entering so many people into this country, and like, like that's part of it. I think it, it plays into uh, it. So how does that influence inflation? I, I, I think well, in, the house, in the housing market, it influences heavily. If you bring in more people that are looking to buy homes and there's only right. a set amount of homes to buy from, and then you have corporations also spending ridiculous amounts of money, it, it's why... The housing market's skyrocketing. Um, I don't know that these people are going to get a home anytime soon. Or, so or you look at, yeah. I, I mean, this is outside of uh, inflation, but this is just a different issue. You look at the drug overdoses. Well, that's it. That's what I was going to ask. I'm working on my column tonight. 
And in places like Bucks County, where, you know, we have to do better than we did in 2020, does fentanyl really drive people to say, yeah, look at this, fentanyl is causing all these over to Bucks County's big on that. And Trump would stop that. Biden will not. I hope it is. I still think the kitchen table thing is inflation. I don't want Republicans to get all drunk just on the border. Go back to killing them on inflation and what he's done with that. There's no getting away with it. O'Reilly said it last week on this show. He hurt the little guy. He hurt middle class America. He did it. Selfishness. Wanted to spend all that money, and it's baked in now. You play Janet Yellen today. That's it. If abortion is emotional to people and they're looking at this and they're saying, oh, my God, good. That's just another issue. What's the issue on the other side? They're still playing with abortion. They're coming out more boldly and saying, well, look, Biden sucks, but Trump is worse. It's a binary issue. That's what they're going to try to win with. That's what they're going to go with. And hoping the media can push him over the top, hoping that if Trump gets I haven't seen odds on this, but with 91 counts, I'll be surprised if Trump at some point is convicted, not convicted, of one count of all these uh, felony charges. Is that suddenly going to drive voters away from him? I don't believe that even. It'll hurt a point here and there, maybe. But are people going to say, oh, it's weaponized against him, but he got convicted, so now I'm off him. All right, we have a big damn time with Dom, I'm told. Got Dom's Money Melody a little bit later on for a great prize. They're running a strange program, y'all. It's Dan time. I can handle things. I'm smart. I'm like everybody's sick. With Dom. That's right. It's that time of the afternoon. Producer Dan takes over the Dom Giordano program for some Dan time with Dom. And Dom, say I hit you up Thursday of last week and say, hey, Dom, why don't you come over Saturday night? I'm having a Royal Rumble party. Would you have come? Oh, absolutely, Ro. Drop everything. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. We were going to go out to dinner and do all that stuff. No. Drop it all. Bro, Royal Rumble. So I love I, it. I did indeed host at the new house a oh, Royal God. Rumble party oh, yeah? on Saturday night. My friend brought his pregnant wife and stayed through the entire thing, leaving around midnight. Is that That's a, a marriage that might be suspect. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. That's some strong words there. But uh, yeah. Cody Rhodes took it. Uh, and the, the women's Royal Rumble, if you wanted evidence as to, you know, what we talk about with transports and all, just go watch wrestling and look at the difference between the women's and the men's Royal Rumble. But on that, Dom, Vince McMahon, a lot, a lot going on with Vince. A lot of disgusting crap coming out now, I got to tell uh, you. That's the word I would use there, allegedly, <laughs> yes. Uh, so do you think his, now that he's disassociated with WWE, there's a lot of questions as to what, who, know in the company and all. Do you think his, uh, the allegations against him should tarnish the reputation of wrestling in general in WWE? Yes. You because, do? Yeah, yeah, because he's such a force of it. Uh, and it's a shame because it's developed a niche. It's uh, bouncing off politics. We have Kane on, people like that. Uh, but it does. I mean, he, he's you just does? such a big part of it. And it has so many of the elements of what's wrong with it, particularly toward women. My God. Yeah. And, and I look yeah. back at the attitude there. I mean, if the audience isn't familiar, I'm a huge, huge wrestling right. nut, a big wrestling fan. I grew up in the attitude era with Stone Cold, The Rock. And, and there's a lot of questionable behavior about uh, women back then. And it kind of puts it all into a new light as to what Vince had his hand in and what he was doing even back then, Dom. So yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough as a wrestling fan. There's a whole... Uh, uh, reconciliation kind of going on in the wrestling forums right now as to how do we handle this, you know, as fans, mm-hmm. all that. So we'll, we'll see what happens going forward. But huge money involved. $5 billion And WrestleMania Netflix. comes to Philadelphia. Yeah, and that's why I bring it up. Royal Rumble Party to kick off the WrestleMania season. Ah, well, DJ already said, well, you guys ought to be able to get wrestlers on. I said, well, you know, 
I only intervene in some bookings. I let that to Dan. I don't want to be intervening. I mean, just watching last night, though, there's like no one that I feel like our audience would care about yeah, anymore. Yeah, that's it's true. Just, well, all, all the names. Yeah, are... we're looking for people. Uh, Kane with the connection. Yeah, we would with, love mankind with the Trump connection and the, he's a politician too and all mick all foley good. undertaker we'd love yeah. those guys yeah yeah but the only person really everyone was expecting the rock to make a debut because brock lesnar was going to be number 30 out of the curtain mm. uh but because of the allegations with Vince McMahon, they had to rewrite that so they were expecting the rock to step in and it was kind of a letdown but there's just no huge names and i don't know who's going to pull at wrestlemania this year but hopefully we'll have some people here on the dom giordano program uh, Dom, as we develop the show and launch new things, we have that Christmas album with Earl Ticcone, but we never put together a rap song, and now number two on the iTunes chart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just, oh man, take a listen real quick. I don't care how you feel, man. If you want my pronouns, I'm the man. I'm the man who don't respect Let's look at the stats. I've got the facts. My money like this, and my pockets are fat. Homie, I'm epic. Don't be a whack. Dog, it's a yarmulke. Homie, no cap. Look at the grass. Look at my chart. That's the voice of Ben Shapiro you I hear. I can't stand that guy's voice. I yeah. got to say, I mean, I've interviewed him a couple of times. The voice is off-putting. Nicki Minaj said it's a pretty good rapper. Yeah, oh, my God. It's a, it's a diss towards Nicki Minaj. I don't know where it came from because Nicki Minaj said they didn't really have much beef with Ben Shapiro, but Ben yeah. just launched this beef against me, and she says it's good. Number one on iTunes, number two trending on YouTube. Dom Giordano, is there a rap career in the Dom Show future? Well, I admire the great Eminem, who yesterday uh, got into it with a whole stadium of uh, San Fran fans. I would say, Mr. Eminem, though, try to do that here in Philadelphia. It might be a little yeah. bit different. Yeah, might be just a bit different. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's Tom McDonald, Ben Shapiro that you hear. Uh, Dom, uh, I, this was last week, but I, it was in my list of stuff to talk about. But I bring it up because just before the break, we had a similar right. conversation. Rick Harrison, did you see this? If Pawn Stars lost one of yes, his sons, fentanyl. Adam, yeah. to fentanyl and actually blamed the border crisis, was vocal about it. So maybe going forward, as things calm down in his life, is that someone you might want to bring on the show, Rick Harrison? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm... I'm hoping in the suburbs people see this, but the pushback, Dan, is fentanyl is so deadly, so small. I've read it would only be like a 20-pound cargo yeah. bin that you, that'd be enough to kill everybody in the country. So, And, and a lot of what you see, the killings on the streets, uh, yeah. it's, it's a lot of cartel. What they do is they put a hit on a person. If they go and buy fentanyl from China rather than the cartel directly, they'll put a hit on their head remotely and have people kill them. And that's why we see a lot of the crime spiking here in Philadelphia. It's well, I might put this up on Twitter. I, I'm serious about this. I agree with DeSantis and Trump, but DeSantis more would do it, drill down. I think we ought to bomb the drug cartels' laboratories there, just mocking this in Mexico. I don't care what Mexico says. Rand Paul may hit me out of the clan for that. I would bomb them if I were president. I mean, the first step would be at least closing the border to not assist them. Well, right. Ropes but over the, you know what? Fence, it's, you know? it's more difficult, though. And only t- it, it, They're still going to get it through, Dan, almost no matter how airtight, because how, how small the quantity has to be. I would take them out. Yeah, it's, it's. I don't understand how it's allowed to happen. It's so clearly obvious. And right. I'll throw out uh, Andrew Callahan on YouTube. He does a great uh, investigation into the situation we see here in Philadelphia with uh, the Trank and all, and really does a great right. research behind it and tells how the cartels have direct involvement with the crime that we're seeing here in Philadelphia. Finally, some good news, Dom, on Saturday. It's Maiden Voyage, the world's largest cruise ship set sail, Royal Caribbean's Icon of the Seas. I told you about it before. But, Dom, this thing is longer than the Eiffel Tower is tall, seven swimming pools, 40,000-gallon lake. They have a lake, a lake on board, Dom. 
All I remember I still on, wouldn't ride on it. the three cruises we were on with DJ and Luke, too, particularly, was the drinking of soda. Oh, my God. I forget the budget. They were young then. Yeah. We learned from that. You have to sneak soda on board, I yeah. think. Yeah. See, I get, I get seasick, so I don't know. I've never been on a cruise. It's I, not bad. I didn't get no? sick. No, I, I, I'm told really. it's like a floating city. You don't even realize it. You, you do know? notice it, though, when you're going up and down steps a lot and all moves a little bit. But, no, it's it's. I think I've been on four cruises. They're that's unbelievable. All, that's all yeah. I got for day and time today, though, Dom. Uh, it's a full day and time. All right, coming up, you're in the Navy. All right, Dal says, we can't meet our recruiting requirements. We are going to drop a high school diploma. Now, we know how people feel about college. But do you think the U.S. Navy should say, ah, you didn't graduate high school. You don't really have the GED requirement met. Here's a nuclear missile system we're going to let you launch. All right, we'll get into that. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024.